Sometimes the best ideas and solutions emerge when we are confronted with an obstacle. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Hey everyone, this is Riv, and welcome to part two of a four-part series on lack and limiting beliefs. In this episode, I want to specifically talk about the false belief that obstacles are bad. See, many of us have been taught that any obstacles in our path must, must just must be bad, right? I mean, in business, we have competition, and you know that that must be a bad thing, right? Um, there's you know, when the market and conditions of the market change, it's got to be bad, right? When clients delay projects, it must be bad. When we have limiting limited resources, that must be bad. And there's a host of a ton of other pressures that we face every single day that our knee-jerk reaction is it's bad, right? There's almost there's always a series of steps between where we are today and the result that we want to achieve tomorrow. And almost always, right? Anytime you're doing anything of value, one of those steps always emerges as like a choke point that determines the speed at which we complete our goals, right? And consider just for a second, like just let's step back for a second, just consider how many times you have let the dynamics of a specific situation make you angry. I mean, think about that for a second, right? Maybe you became frustrated or disappointed with something or someone else for what they did or didn't do, right? Worse yet, consider how many times you have let those thoughts eat away at you all day long, right? It could be a simple event like an email you receive in the morning that just as soon as you read it, it like <laughs> it immediately makes you furious, right? Um, or it could be like in a, in an emotionally charged situation you find yourself entangled in, whether it's business or personal. We've all been there, right? When that happens, we can't sleep, right? Our stomachs in knots. <laughs> and the situation is like, it just consumes every thought. It's almost as if that's all we can think about. Intellectually, we know our reaction to any experience is our choice. I mean, intellectually, we get that, right? But that doesn't mean it's always easy to control. When the voice in your head convinces you that a particular situation is totally bad, our human reaction is to immediately defend ourselves and immediately try to, to remedy the situation. And I, I have learned over the years that personally, this has only caused me to, to leak more energy and spiral further into the drama of the circumstance. See, we leak energy when we give our power away. We give up power in our relationships and our interactions with others because we don't have strong connection to our inner self. We don't have, we don't establish strong boundaries to nurture and honor what's ours. I mean, that's like really the root cause when you think about it. The most precious asset we own is our energy, right? And if we don't care, 
consciously manage that energy, guess what happens? Our energy is going to quickly evaporate through other people's agendas. And I'm confident that anybody's listening to this podcast has experienced that at some point, right? Here's the truth. We all face obstacles of some sort, right? Yes, some can be bigger than others, but the reality remains the same, right? Problems and conflict are a way of life. And in that, so are obstacles. If you follow my work, right, you will often hear me say, whether it's in a podcast form like this, or a blog post, or just probably if you're interacting with me, you know, in a, in a workshop or on the phone, or just, you know, again, if, you're, if you know me, you know you've heard these, these words cross my lips many, many times. And that is simply that a problem is not the problem. The problem, the real problem that we all face is how we look at and interpret our problems. That's the real truth, okay? All too often, the first thing we all do when an obstacle, when we come face-to-face with an obstacle is to focus in on the negatives, right? Can't believe this is happening. Why me? All this other talk track, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Like our, like our ego loves to magnify a problem instead of searching for ways to resolve the situation and grow from it. Why? Because we're human. That's our human tendency is to immediately think the worst case scenario. And I'm and I'm and if I'm alone on this, then hey, I'm alone, but I'm speaking for myself. I mean, I know this feeling, right? What if the adversity that we face, the obstacles that are grace gracing our path, what if they were actually sent our way to make us better? I just want you to stop and think about that. Because again, if you also follow my work, you've also heard me say that question many times. And that question alone is the one question I have learned over the years as I've matured my own thinking process. That one question has been part of like like a major tool in my tool bag that I reach into. And I have to remind myself that maybe, just maybe this obstacle before me is actually set my way to make me better. And and I'm telling you, that right there is a game changer. See, as a leader and as a human being, you have the power of choice. The only action a leader controls in any circumstance is if they choose to react or respond to the situation. See, the situation is what it is. We can't change the situation. The situation happened. The only variable we control is if we choose to react or respond to that situation. And depending upon our choice, we're going to affect the outcome one way or another, okay? See, unfortunately, the words respond and react are often used interchangeably in our culture. And although they have this like major difference in actual meaning, let me, let me explain. See, like when you think of a uh, reaction, the immediate thought that you get when you, when, you, when you hear the word reaction, it stirs up this negative connotation in your head. See, a child reacts to a parent's scolding, right? A person has a reaction to a medicine. Reacting to a situation is in many ways a defense mechanism that is usually thought of in opposition of something. Reacting suggests hostility. And the very definition, if you look it up, uses the word force, right? On the other hand, a response is something we say in return or an answer we provide. When we respond to a situation, we are in control, right? And we're fully aware of our actions. 
Responding suggests thoughtfulness. It's it kind of suggests intention and respect and allows space for positive momentum. Right? So the next time you a circumstance that you find yourself entangled in triggers that those those feelings that we that, that get conjured up like fear and frustration and annoyance, defensiveness, anger, right? Or just any other challenging emotion. I want you to notice if you find yourself reacting or responding. See, my dad taught me a valuable lesson and and tool years ago, back when I was in college. It's called the 24-hour rule. And I spoke about this in one of my very early podcast episodes. If you want to go check that out, it's probably one of my really raw ones. I was just getting started, but uh, it's it's a really it was a profound lesson and a profound tool that I still use to this day. The twenty four hour rule has just you know saved me in so many situations. You see, and the essence of it is this: when we're faced with an obstacle, he told me that it was okay to have a pity party, and I was like, "What? What do you mean it's okay to have a pity party?" He's like, "Yeah, you know." If you're feeling shitty for your, about yourself or something, don't fight it. Lean into it. But you only get 24 hours. <laughs> that was his thing. It's like, you only got 24 hours to have a pity party. He encouraged me during that time to give myself actual space and, and, and to quietly practice being aware of the it's bad story that was playing in my head, the, 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 the talk track I was having, that I was telling myself about the, the particular situation. And why? Because he, he wanted me, he wanted to remind me that consciously or unconsciously, I, and like you, I have the power, I have, I forever give everything meaning, but we have the power to attach the meaning that is most helpful. See, when the sun comes up the next day, he wanted me to learn how to reset. He wanted me to learn how to feel sorry for myself, give myself the space, and then reset. Reset my mind and reset my focus. And I've adopted this same philosophy when I coached basketball. Whenever we had a loss, right, I would go in and I wouldn't make up any bullshit stories to my team. And if any of the players that, that I used to coach are listening to this, man, please comment or, or, or <laughs> make an amen because you know this is true, okay? Oftentimes I said, yeah, the, the, the loss sucks, right? We didn't play well. We didn't, I didn't coach well. We didn't, there's certain things we didn't execute. We have 24 hours to feel bad about that. Tomorrow we have practice. Tomorrow's a new day. We'll be back in the gym tomorrow. At the same time, when we won, and we won a lot of games, when we won major tournaments and we, we competed at the really highest level, I used to always say after a victory, you got 24 hours to really uh, you know, join in that celebration. But then we have practice tomorrow. And we're back at it. See, the whole idea is you have 24 hours. It's just, it just gives you an amazing amount of space when you're dealing with an obstacle, right? So when you're faced with an obstacle in business, right? When I'm faced with an obstacle in business, I apply the same philosophy, right? I kind of step back and I say, okay, I got 24 hours to kind of really think through this, right? What am I going to do? And imagine, just imagine if you gave yourself the freedom to apply the 24-hour rule in your world. Every 24 hours, you have an opportunity to hit the reset button, right? This leadership practice, by the way, will revitalize your mind and help you refocus your energy so you can calmly evaluate your options in any situation. Things are going to happen that we don't like. And that's just, (laughs) this is simply called life, 
right? I mean, it's it's how how it rolls. Sometimes, if we if we really think through this, sometimes the best ideas and solutions emerge when we are confronted with an obstacle. And I want you to remind yourself of that because some of our biggest breakthroughs have happened when our backs are against the wall, right? It is a self-limiting thought to consider obstacles as being bad. We have to break that habit. We have to break that chain. That is just something that our knee-jerk reaction, we've been taught, and it's false, right? It's a false and limiting belief. When things happen that you perceive as bad, your only job, your only job in that moment, right, is to consciously recenter your thoughts and remind yourself that every day you are growing physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Remind yourself that consciously or unconsciously, you are forever giving everything meaning, but you have the power to attach the meaning that is most helpful. If you dwell on your misfortunes, you're going to risk a tremendous opportunity to learn and grow. You have the power of choice. Obstacles can stand in your way or they can drive you to find a better way. All right. I have to run. I hope you have a great week. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't worry about where you are, what you've done, or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. You have an opportunity, starting today, to hit the reset button, right? I encourage you to make a renewed commitment to yourself to not let limiting beliefs hold you back. Instead, I encourage you to view uh, a limiting belief as simply like a like a yellow warning light, like a yellow traffic light. You know, when we go in or go past a yellow traffic light. It's like a warning. Hey, slow down, right? Take when you when you hear those limiting beliefs pop in your head, think of them as a yellow uh, warning light to to see situations from a different perspective. It is a false and limiting belief that obstacles are bad. In fact, they are gracing your path to help you create something better. That mindset alone is a game changer. But I don't want you to believe me. Instead, I want you to practice for yourself. And I want you to witness the results that you get. The moment you begin to view the different circumstances you are faced with, that are are faced with adversity in front of you, your entire world becomes different. And guess what? The way others interact with you will also become different. Do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.